Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for December 7th, 2021. All year long, I've been teaching you to level up. I even wrote a book about it, Glory to God, Level Up. Matter of fact, my shirt says Level Up. Level Up. It's, it's time for us to level up. There are new levels new, so that we can level up in every area, every aspect, every facet of our lives so we can go from level to level to level so we, we can experience God's best, so we can be the men and women that God has called us to be. Yesterday, I'm going to share with you because somebody commented here uh, in the chat a few minutes ago. Uh, I'm I'm very honored that, uh, to grace the cover of Hispanic Engineer magazine this month, and or the current article. Uh, so you can go to HispanicEngineer.com and check that out. But um, but yeah, I mean I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn, uh, you know, and uh, I, the impact that God allows me to make in so many different areas, right? So in ministry, in the marketplace, in my marriage with my children, all of that. So so listen, don't limit God. God can use you in all kind of areas in all kind of ways. He will use you for his glory if you would submit to him in all ways. I want you to open up your heart to receive what God is going to say to you this morning. All right, so that said, let's get into the word for this morning. So I've been teaching a series entitled, We Can Withstand and Overcome Anything. And we can, once we know that God is on us, in us, with us, and for us, and we're doing what we do by the grace of God, then we can withstand. We will face opposition, but we can withstand it, and we can overcome anything. The title of today's message, this is part 52 of the series, 52 of the series. The title of today's message is, You Need Spiritual Perception to see the unseen. You need spiritual perception to see the unseen. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, we've been looking at this passage for a while, but it talks about living by the unseen and not by the seen. And you're like, well, Rick, how do I do that? That's what we're going to talk about today. The perception that you can get from the Holy Spirit so that you can see the unseen. Let's talk about it. So uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, beginning at verse 1, the Bible says, now it's because of God's mercy that we have been entrusted with the privilege of this new covenant ministry, the new covenant ministry where we're filled with the Holy Ghost. And so because of this new co covenant ministry, God is in us. He's living on the inside of us. What God carries, we will not quit. We will not faint with weariness. Verse 7, we're like common clay jars that carry around a glorious treasure on the inside. Imagine a common clay jar. It doesn't look like much on the outside, but it's carrying around a glorious treasure on the inside. Glory to God. That's who we are. So we are like, we are the container. God is the content. And so we're walking around. We look just like everybody else, but we're carrying around the glory of God. We have, we are glory carriers. We're God carriers. We're taking God with us and the glory with us into every meeting, every conversation, every activity, every Zoom call. Tonight, I'm going to a black tie event. I'm taking the glory of God with me to the black tie event. Glory to God. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you're doing that. You're the container. God is the content. And so, so you have this. And God set it up that way so that the glory that emanates from your life can be seen as God's glory and not your glory. Though we experience every kind of pressure, guess what? We're not crushed. At times, it's true. We don't even know what to do. But we know this. Quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others. Yeah, because we're in this world. But God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but we're not knocked out. We continually share. In the death of Jesus, we're partakers of the fellowship of his suffering in our own bodies so that the life of Jesus can be seen in our own bodies. We consider living to mean that we're constantly being handed over to death for Jesus' sake. But this is so that the life and the power of God can be manifested through our humanity. So then, 
Death is at work in us, but it's releasing life in you. Now, we have the same spirit of faith that was described in the Old Testament. Paul says, when they said, first I believed, then I spoke in faith. Guess what? We also believe then we speak in faith. Verse 16, so no wonder we don't give up. Come on now. Even though we have an outer man that's gradually wearing out, we have an inner man that's being renewed every single day by the Holy Ghost. We view our slight, short-lived challenges and troubles and problems. This is light work. We zoom out. We look at it from God's perspective. And then whenever we look at it from God's perspective, it looks like small, light work. Okay, yeah, these are small, short-lived troubles because we view them within the context of the light of eternity. We view our difficulties as the substance that is working for us, is producing for us an eternal weight of glory that is far beyond all comparison. The text actually says a weighty glory. There's this weighty glory that is being produced by the, the challenges and the opposition that we face, the difficulties, because we do not focus our attention on the scene. We focus our attention on the unseen because the scene is, is temporary, is subject to change. The unseen is eternal. So that's the passage we've been going through every day for months. And so I keep adding different things to it. Today, I'm going to add something that happened in Mark chapter 8. In Mark chapter 8, Jesus had just fed 4,000 people with seven loaves of bread. Afterwards, he told his disciples, hey, man, let's get onto this boat and we're going. And so they get onto the boat. They're going to the other side of the lake. And as he's getting on the boat, he hears that the disciples are complaining. And they're complaining that they only have one loaf of bread. So this caused an argument. And so so they're having an argument like, yo, Andrew, were you supposed to bring the food? It's like, no, I think that was Philip. Philip, were you supposed to bring the food? It's like, and now they're arguing about food. And Jesus got upset. Jesus, like, really? What? Like, these are the people you gave me, God. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. So Jesus says to them, why are you guys talking about having no bread? Do you still not see? I'm talking about spiritual perception. It's like, do you still not see? Are you not able to understand? Do you have eyes and can't see? Do you have ears and can't hear? My God, what is wrong with y'all? He says, remember what I did before? He says, what, what What are you talking about? You don't have enough bread. He said, do you remember when, when we didn't have, come on, man. He says, remember when you said we didn't have enough to feed the 5,000? We fed 5,000. And when we fed 5,000, how many baskets of food were left over? They said, um. 12 full baskets? Yeah, 12. Okay, we just fed 4,000. And when we fed 4,000, how many baskets of food were left over? Uh, seven? Seven full baskets? Yes, seven full baskets. So he says, if you remember these things, how can you still not understand? If you remember these things, I just fed. I fed 5,000 with two fish and five loaves, and we had 12 baskets left over. I just fed 4,000 with a little bit of bread, and now we got seven baskets left over. And you ask, are you arguing about where's the food? Are you kidding me? You're, you're arguing about, hey, Philip, did you bring the food? Andrew, did you bring the food? No, I think that was supposed to be Matthew. You, listen, when you're living in the spirit, <laughs> you're just not gonna, you're not gonna stumble over the things of the flesh because you're living off of a different reality. Jesus was very upset uh, because he was like, man, you guys are with me all this time. I'm living in one realm and it's like you guys are living in a whole nother realm. Let's talk about it. I have five things to share with you this morning. Five things about spiritual perception. Let's get into those five things. Okay, number one, for you to receive what heaven is releasing, you must perceive in the spirit what heaven is saying. So let me say it this way. It's hard to receive on earth if you cannot perceive 
from heaven. So what God wants for you is on earth as it is in heaven. That's the will of God, right? God wants his kingdom has come. He wants his will to be done where? On earth. How? As it is in heaven. So his goal is heaven on earth. His goal is for you to extend heaven to this planet. He wants heaven to be your reality. And this, not for you to have to wait to die to go to heaven. God doesn't have two wills. He has a will in heaven, but he wants that will to be manifested now. And so he wants you to experience heaven on earth. But for you to experience heaven on earth, you must develop the perception of the Holy Spirit. God says to Abraham in Genesis chapter 13 and verse 15, he says, Abraham, come in. He's like, yes, sir. He said, I'm about to give you some land. But check this out. This land is going to be for you and your descendants forever. And then he says this, all the land that you are able to see, I will give it to you and your offspring forever. If you can see it, you can have it. If you can't see it, you can't have it. You have to be able to see it. You have to have spiritual perception. You have to have spiritual discernment. He says, all the land that you can see, that's the land that you can have. And so in Deuteronomy 1 and 8, the Lord says something similar to Moses. He says to Moses, listen, he says, see, I have given you this land. This is land I already promised your forefathers to give them. So he says, hey, I've already given you this land, but I need you to be able to see it. He says, see, I have given you this land. He's saying, to, this is land I promised to Abraham. So now he's saying to Moses, you got to see it so you can have it. If you can't see it, you will never be it. You, if you can't see it, you can't have it. Paul knew the, under, uh, the importance of this. So in um, Ephesians chapter one, he says to the believers in Ephesus, he says, listen, I'm praying for you guys all the time. And this is my prayer. This is, he says, I always pray to the great and glorious father, the father of our Lord, Jesus Christ. I pray that he will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The spirit will let you know the truths about God and help you understand them. He says the Holy Spirit is going to let you know things about God and then help you understand the things that he reveals, right? The Spirit will let you know these truths. He, he will help you to understand them so that you can know God better. So I pray that God will open your minds. Another translation says, I pray that God will flood your eyes with light so you can see his truth. Then you will know the hope that he has chosen you to have, then you will know the exceeding great riches, the blessings that God has in heavenly places in Christ Jesus towards usward who believe. He's saying that there's some things that are stored up for you in heaven, but you will never experience them on the earth if you cannot discern it. I pray that your eyes will be flooded with light so that you can see what's already yours so that you can walk in the level of, of, of authority and blessing that God is destined for you to have on this planet. Number two, spiritual, I'm going to try to take my time today because this is very important. Spiritual perception is critical to successfully walking with God. So Jesus is an example, not just for us, but of us. Jesus lived in two realms at the same time. The reason why heaven was manifested on earth through Jesus is because Jesus understood that he was living in two realms at the same time. He was on earth, but he was from heaven. And so he met, he was like, I'm in this world. I'm not of this world. And matter of fact, he prayed that we would be in this world, not of this world. And so he understood that he was in two realms at the same time. And so he brought both realms together. He got his orders from headquarters on a daily basis. He received insight, wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding from heaven. And then as he operated in the earth, because of spiritual discernment, he was able to bring heaven to the earth daily. So there are always two realms in operation. Always. 
There are always, no matter, 24 hours a day, there are two realms in operation. There's the earth realm, and then there's the spirit realm, right? And so Jesus sometimes seemed like he was in sync with heaven, and it seemed like he was out of sync with the people down here in this world because he was operating off of instructions that he was getting from another realm. And guess what? That's how we're supposed to live. Now, the problem is that when you get divine insight from God through the Holy Spirit, then then this is Hebrews 11 and 1 says, <clears throat> faith perceives as real those things that you cannot validate with your senses. And so now you're living off of a different reality and people might think you're a little bit off because they can't validate what you believe. They can't validate what you're saying with sense realm evidence because your evidence is not from this world, right? So in other words, the evidence that you're living off of, what God revealed to you, what God spoke to you, the dream he gave you while you were sleeping, the open vision he gave you while you were awake, people of this world, they're blind to that. And because they're blind to it, then you might seem a little bit off. And you got to be okay as a born-again believer, seeming like you're out of sync with the people down here in this world, just as long as you're in sync with heaven. Jesus taught parables. And the disciples were like, well, why do you speak in parables? He says, well, the secret of the kingdom has been given to you. But those on the outside, you know, the reason why I speak in parables is because then they won't get it, right? You got to have spiritual perception to get what I'm saying. He says, they may ever be seeing, but not perceiving. They may be ever be hearing, but not understanding. So they are, they are lost. It is, they are blind to what I'm saying. They're hearing the same thing that you're hearing, but they're not hearing the same thing that you're hearing. Why? Because there's a voice behind the voice. Even right now, while I'm speaking, the Holy Ghost is speaking through me. So what does God sound like? Well, right now he sounds like a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. And so, so right now there's a voice behind my voice. There's a word behind my word. And, and, and spiritual perception is your ability to hear the voice behind my voice, the word behind my word, so that you can hear what you need to hear to go out into this day, right? So it takes spiritual perception. But if you don't have spiritual perception, you won't hear it. God wants you to walk in him and to develop in him to the point where you can see hear and understand what God is saying and then what God is doing in your life and what God is doing within your sphere of influence so that you can participate in it. You got it? Number three, the unseen realm is the superior realm. And this is where, like for you to really walk and live by faith, you got to believe that. The unseen realm is the superior realm. Living by faith means that you're living your life based off of a different reality. You, you are in this world, but not of this world, and, and you are living your life based off of re, a reality that your natural eyes cannot see. You can see, look at me, through the Holy Spirit, you can see beyond where your eyes can look. Think about that for a minute. We're in 2021. Right now, like when I take my break, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, and, and I take my break towards the end of the year, I'm going to pray, meditate, maybe fast. And as I'm doing that, God can show me 2022. God can show me 2023. You can see beyond where your eyes can look. That's spiritual perception. Living by faith means that you are on earth, but you're living in sync with heaven. Now, let me say it this way. Just because you can't see something with your natural eyes, it doesn't mean that it's not there. Everything in this world, everything in this world, came from a realm that you cannot see. Hebrews 11 and 3 says, the Bible says, faith helps us understand 
that God created the whole world by his commands. This means that the things that are made were created by the things that cannot be seen. Everything that you see right now that's made, God created it by things that cannot be seen. So it, just because you can't see it with your natural eyes doesn't mean that it's not there. So, But you're living off of a different reality. Matter of fact, you got to get to the point where the unseen is more real to you than the seen. This is why I keep telling you that the opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is natural sight. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says we walk by faith, not by this natural sight. As believers, if you're going to live by faith, you cannot live by the things that you get from your five physical senses. You have to live off of a different reality, a reality that cannot be seen with these natural eyes. So you can get the letter in the mail with a negative report. You can get a negative report from the doctor or from a lawyer or from a judge or from the bank. But at the same time, you can get a different report from the Holy Spirit. Now, you can't validate the different report from the Holy Spirit. Like you can't touch it or taste it or see it or show somebody. But that has to be more real to you. So spiritual perception means that I'm living off of that reality. Whose report am I going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. That's why 2 Corinthians 4 and 18 says that we focus our eyes not on the seen, but the unseen. Because the unseen is more important to us. The unseen is the real realm. The unseen is more real to us than the seen. Paul taught, taught us, basically, he was like, you know what you should do, guys? You should spend time gazing into, you should spend time looking at things that you cannot see with your natural eyes. You should spend time, uh, I think it was Jesse Duplantis called it faithing. You, you should spend time faithing. You should spend time like meditating and medicating on what God has revealed to you in the spirit. And then that has to be more real to you than what you see in the natural. In the spirit, we can peer into eternity from time and then come back out of that moment. Woo, that was good. And now I'm going to live my life based on what I saw based on the revelation, right? In the spirit, I can see into heaven from the earth and then I come out of my prayer, ooh, out of my prayer closet and now I'm going to live off of what I saw and what I saw in the spirit has to be more real to me than what I see down here in this world. And even when it gets worse before it gets better, I have to go back and I remind myself, wait, wait a minute, what did God say? Oh man, God, was I wrong when you, when you, no, no, God would say, no, you were not wrong. Okay, now, so I have to see what God is revealing and it has to be more real to me than what I'm seeing down here in this world. Number four, God expects your supernatural experiences with him to help you to develop your spiritual perception. That's why when the disciples were complaining about not having food, Andrew, did you bring the food? You know, he got upset. He got upset with their lack of spiritual perception. His point was like, hey, if you guys have been walking with me for so long, you should have developed the ability to see in the spirit by now. You should have developed spiritual perception by now. Don't tell me that you've been going to church for umpteen years. You've been going to church for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, and you cannot see in the spirit. It, don't tell me you've been walking with God all of these years, but you're still living your life off of a book. So, so the 66 books of the Bible is great, but that's what God said, past tense. You got to live off of what God is saying. That's why Jesus was like, come on, man, what's wrong with y'all? On the boat. He says, do you still not see? Are you still not able to understand? Do you have eyes and can't see? Do you have ears and can't hear? Remember what I did before? If you don't remember what I did before, what are you talking about? We don't have enough bread. Are you crazy? Jesus is like, man, you guys got to have spiritual perception. You got to get to the point where you're seeing, where you are discerning what God is doing in the spirit. You got to be discerning what God is doing in your life right now. Spiritual things are happening every day. 
every day. But for us to receive, for us to tap into that, we have to have spiritual discernment. We got to be able to see it, perceive it, believe it, receive it. This is why God wants us to see and hear and understand in the spirit, right? Because if you can see it, hear it, and understand it, you can be changed by the revelation that you see and you hear and you understand. But if you don't see it, you can't hear it, you don't understand it, then you will never be changed by it. You, you will be like, like the people of this world, blind to what God is doing. You could be in the same place at the same time, the power of God be manifested, glory to God. And you're like, oh, what happened? What happened? You have no spiritual perception. Number five and finally, the father expects us to live based on what he enables us to see in the spirit, right? In the realm of the unseen. So it's seen versus unseen. And the unseen has to be more real to you than the seen. So faith peers into the realm of the unseen and then comes back to this world, to the scene, and makes decisions based on that realm. Let me say it this way. Let me slow down for the people in the back. So you're living in two realms at the same time, the seen realm and the unseen realm. So faith is able to see into the unseen realm and then come back from that realm to this realm, but I'm making decisions based on that realm. So I'm living in this realm but my decisions are based on that realm. So I'm living off of a different reality. I'm not called to live by earthly limitations. We're called to perform the impossible by the grace of God. But one of the key reasons why people don't see miracles a lot today, or at least not in the United States, is because of a lack of spiritual perception. God wants you to be able to see the invisible, perform the impossible, but you can, if you can't see it, you'll never tap into it, you won't believe it. None of this happens if you're not led by the Holy Spirit. For you to do whatever God is leading you to do, you got to be able to perceive and understand and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. So I pray, my prayer for you as I close, is that you learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I pray that you would have the courage to then allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, even when he's leading you to do something that seems crazy. So at the risk of looking foolish, you still have to believe God so that you can accomplish God's will on this planet before you die. As I close, let me just say this last thing, and then we'll, I'll lead you in the, in the confession. When Adam fell in the Garden of Eden, when, before Adam fell, he walked in the Holy Ghost every day, 24 hours a day. And so he never went to school. He didn't have an education. He had revelation, and he lived by that revelation. When he fell, though, he felt humanity fell before he was living off of instinct. Now we're trained to live off of intellect right? Before he was living off of revelation. Now we're trained to live off of education. But so my, my prayer for you is that we get back to that. So let's talk about it. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. And we're going to speak this over our lives uh, uh, prophetically. Let's do it. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up by walking in the spirit every day of my life. I level up my ability to perceive what you are revealing to me. I am learning that my learning is not enough. Adam never went to school. Adam had revelation that was greater than anything education could ever provide. I am born again. So I go back to living the way that Adam lived before the fall which is the way that Jesus lived on this planet. I graduate from learning 
to discerning, from intellect to instinct, from education to revelation. I declare that I can see, I can hear, and I can understand in the spirit what you're doing in this world, in my life, and in my community. So I perceive, I believe, and I receive so you can make an impact through me. I'm in this realm, but I'm living in sync with another realm, which is why I keep saying greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. I had to take my time because this is very important. This is one of those messages where you might need to listen to it again. Get this down in your spirit. Do me a favor, two things. If this message was a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. I go back and I read every comment. Number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Spiritual perception is absolutely critical so you can withstand and overcome anything. I love you. God loves you more. I want you to have an amazing day, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. Thank you.